Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self. Happy Monday. Hope that you're doing amazing. How did you like the last episode with the first ever guest, Lena Suarez Angelino? She was awesome. And we got so much good feedback about that. I loved having her. I love hearing other people's expertise and things that they love. So we will definitely be having more guests on the podcast. And if you are someone that listens to the podcast and also has an expertise or topic you love to discuss, then reach out to me. Let's talk about it. And maybe I can have you on the show as well. All right, you all. So I want to talk to you guys about something that has come up a few different times this week. I feel super strongly about it. I do not know if I already have an episode on it, but if I do, I'm doing another one because I think that this is so important and there's a fire in my belly to talk about it. And that is, is self-care selfish? So I'm going to tell you why this came up. Um, I'm in a few different groups and actually I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I'm actually probably in too many. I try to get myself out of a lot of them if I'm not contributing, but I'm in a few different groups and someone asked the question, is self-care selfish? Because they were having the experience where they're spending time with their family, they're watching TV on the couch with their partner and their friends, or not their friends, their kids. And they start to feel like I'm depleted, I'm tired, I'm becoming agitated because I feel like my needs are not met and so I want to leave this family time and go be alone and take care of myself. And so they did this and the response from their partner slash children were, you're being selfish, probably more the partner than the kids. (laughs) Maybe the kids are like, no, don't leave. But probably the words I'm about to say are probably more so from an adult partner saying, it's selfish to leave family time to go be by yourself. And the reason that she asked this question was because she was like, what's the fine line between making sure I'm doing self-care and not being selfish towards my family. And of course, there were a lot of suggestions and comments and feedback. And what came up for me, and this is after years and years and years and years of doing for everybody else to the point where I no longer knew who I was, this is the answer that I'm going to give you. To me, self-care is never selfish. It is never selfish. Because in order to give yourself self-care, it means that you have to have a lot of self-awareness. You have self-awareness about the state of mind that you're in, your emotions, your mental health, your thoughts. Like when you know that you're depleted, it's because you are very self-aware in those moments. And when you feel that you are drowning, there is nothing like, here, hold on, let me rewind. 
When you're at the point of feeling that you're drowning, it's because you have neglected yourself for so long that you are that depleted. It almost took earth-shattering um, rock bottom to indicate to you that you even needed to self-care in the first place. So by the time you're actually like, oh my God, I need self-care, you're likely past the point of self-care. Like you have given and given and given and given to the point of which it is killing you. And now the reason that you're snapping at your family and you're yelling at your kids and you're getting into arguments with your husband and you're unhappy at your job and you feel lost and can't go on is because you've neglected that piece for a while. So when you are actively making a choice to step away from maybe like your family just casually watching TV together and you decide, I need to go have a few moments by myself in the bedroom, you have a lot of self-awareness to say, you know what, I'm not feeling mentally healthy right now. I'm not feeling emotionally present right now. I need to take care of me and make sure that my cup is full so that I can go and be with my family and enjoy the time and the presence that I'm spending with them, the present moment, right? So to me, it is never selfish to recognize or to partake in self-care practices. It is crucial. It is something that I teach my clients in inner mastery and in becoming her quite frequently because especially if you are a woman, you are likely falling into a masculine energy a lot of the time because you have schedules to know about, to maintain. You're dropping your kids off. You're picking your kids up. You know, in a non-COVID world, even in a COVID world, you're like making sure that they're getting on their, you know, school virtually. You're making sure that they're eating. You're making sure that they're going to bed. And this is not to say that dads, male, you know, caregivers are not doing their part. I don't want to dismiss anybody, you know, any anybody that is a caretaker. But I'm specifically speaking to women because I feel like women have a harder time doing self-care without the guilt. Like what I have found is that men take the time to go to the gym. Men take the time to go do what they need. And they're like, all right, I, I gotta go. You know, if they if they need something for their self-care, they're very quick to do it. And for a woman, they start to feel resentful when their partner goes to the gym because they're like, I never get time. Like I'm breastfeeding, you know, I have a a child breastfeeding my boob (laughs) at the moment, like, you know, latching on me as we speak. Meanwhile, I'm washing the dishes and making sure, you know, Susie, that's seven, is on her virtual call. And then after this, I've got to do eight loads of laundry and my husband's going to the gym. It comes up all the time for my clients. And It's no one else's responsibility but yours to make sure that you're self-caring. And I think a lot of the reason that, you know, people think, oh, you're being selfish when you finally do step away is because you have given and done everything for everybody else for so long that they don't even, they don't understand why you would need to take time away because you look like a superhero when you're doing it all the time for everybody. They're like, what? You need time? Why do you need time? That's selfish. You know, they they just they assume that it's selfish because they're like, no, you always take care of our needs. You know, we teach people how to treat us energetically, emotionally, mentally by how we treat ourselves. So if you're depleted and you're falling in a masculine energy role, which is like fix it, do it, get it done, got to keep going, 
you do start to feel disconnected from yourself as a woman because we're meant to also be in our feminine energy and feminine energy is like flow, ease, self-care, taking care of ourselves, letting, you know, being at peace, letting things come naturally, like not getting all bent out of shape when things are not going to plan, like trusting. And we have a hard time connecting to that piece of ourselves. And so we get to the point where we burn out because we're trying to like put out 80,000 fires and when other people are taking care of themselves, we're resentful because we so crave that. So a lot of times by the time we get to the point of, you know, any sort of self-care, we're at a point of no return where we get to the point to where we don't even know how to self-care. So this is, I'm going to give you an example of this because it just came up in my Inner Mastery program. And for anybody who doesn't know, I run courses throughout the year. And my signature course, the first course I ever ran as a coach was Inner Mastery. It's a 12-week program and it focuses on the foundational self-awareness tools like and it's the stuff that we drive home in more depth in becoming her so when you're in becoming her you get inner mastery for free you can enroll in it for free right or you can just sign up for inner mastery and do that anyways all this to say last week our topic was self-love self-care and something that was coming up for the women is that they don't often make the time to do the self-care Because they have a lot of mom guilt around I'm working all day and my child cries for me and then when I'm home the last thing that I think about is self-care even though I know that I need it because I feel guilty that I should be spending that time with my child since I wasn't spending that time. And what comes up a lot of times is maybe they do take an hour to go be by themselves or 30 minutes or 20 minutes, right? I know there's going to be some parents like, ha ha, where do you find 20 hours or 20 minutes of time? Like seriously, you know, I, I get that. But let's just say that they take 30 minutes to be by themselves. Another question that came up was, well, how do I know when I'm really doing self-care? Because I've noticed that if I do get 30 minutes to myself or if I do get an hour to myself, I'm really not self-caring. I'm just vegging out and like binging social media on my phone or I'm binging Netflix. And this is a huge thing to make a mental note of because this is what I'm talking about. When you're not self-caring regularly and you're not showing yourself that self-love, but you're you're at the point of basically no return, right? You're drowning, you're resentful, you're snapping at your family members because your tank has been empty for quite some time. So when you do get that time to be alone, you just want to be alone and you veg out or you consume a lot so you don't have to think and you don't have to feel. And while that can be very um, soothing to the soul, right, to just have a minute of like, oh my God, I just need no one to ask me questions, nobody to ask for juice, nobody to ask me where the tool is that they can't find. You know, I just need no one to talk to me. And I get that, you know, I'm not a parent, but trust me, being an occupational therapist working in pediatrics, I've served over 300 families in their homes, being with them for years. I get to know mamas really well. I work with my clients. I've been working with them for years. I get to know them really well. And so I hear a lot of the patterns. And what comes up is this feeling of by the time they make time to self-care, they're not actually self-caring. 
they're just zoned out because they're so depleted. Which means that by the time they get done with that 30 minutes or that hour, they go back to their family and they don't feel that much better because they didn't actually self-care intentionally. They just filled their time with not needing to think because they're so depleted and overwhelmed. They, like, they can't do anything else. So even after what maybe their significant other may say, well, you got an hour to yourself, most of these moms, right, women are saying, yeah, but I, it's like I didn't actually get to do anything for myself. I just laid there and like took a nap because I'm depleted, right? I took a nap. I fell asleep. I tried to read 10 pages of my book, but I couldn't because I'm just exhausted. And if that's you, that is not necessarily intentional self-care. Self-care is also not always monetary. Self-care is recognizing that you need to do something that brings you joy and self-care should fill you up to the point where you feel energized and full and complete after it's done. So if you get that hour of time to be by yourself where your partner is wrangling the kids, right, and, and making sure that mommy gets her time, the way that you'll know if you're really self-caring or not is do you feel recharged, re-energized, and ready to go be with your family from a full tank of gas? Or do you still feel like that was not enough? I'm so depleted. They're asking me questions again. I'm agitated. I just yelled at, you know, Joey. I just, whatever it is. Okay, if you're if you're not feeling good after the self-care hour or 30 minutes or 20 minutes that you have, you've probably let your tank run out to the point of such depletion that you're you're frustrated because at this point you've just you've just tried to gather yourself, right? You didn't actually self-care, you're just trying to like gather yourself to keep from exploding. And I explain this in in our mastery it's, it's almost like think of those the cartoons like Bugs Bunny and I don't know the little coyote or whatever shows that used to be on I know in the 90s for sure when I was, you know, a little, little tiny thing. You know, in those shows it always showed like a TNT bomb and there was a long rope and, you know, the character would light the rope and you'd watch the, the fire spark all the way until it got to the TNT bomb to where you were going to explode. And this is how I think of self-care and each and every woman that's like, I don't know if I'm self-caring enough, Okay. Basically, the length of that rope, the length of the rope, how long it is, is the amount of self-care that you're doing. So if you're a short fuse and you're finding that you're starting arguments with your partner and you're screaming at your kids and you're losing your temper and you're you're just frustrated and you're not feeling good and you're feeling resentful and then your husband, you know, kisses you a few hours after getting home and eating dinner and he's like, all right, I'm going to the gym and you're ready to like turn into the Incredible Hulk. You don't have much rope before you're a TNT explosion. Like you're, you're the bomb, the bomb does not have much time before it explodes because the length of your rope is so short because you haven't been taking care of yourself. So when you're, when you're doing self-care, like Think of things that you enjoy. You know, maybe you want to read more books. Maybe you want to take a walk. Maybe you want to just walk the dog in peace. Maybe you want to have, you know, an hour to yourself and 30 minutes of that is binging a Netflix show or scrolling your phone, but the next 30 minutes is meditating or 
something else you enjoy, a 30-minute bubble bath. You know, it could be going and getting your nails done. It can be go getting a blowout, you know, or getting your hair done and highlighted and stuff. It does not have to be monetary, but it does need to be something that makes you feel really good. It just makes you feel whole. Like after you do it, you're like, ah. and each time that you do that, you extend the length of that rope. And the more rope that you have, the less frustrated you get with your daily activities and life events you cannot control. Because even though it may be a lit up rope, you know, and it's sparking and the fire is going, you have a lot of time before you reach that TNT explosion where you're just depleted and you're walking around frustrated and feeling like you're empty, okay? So I tried to explain that to my clients as well as that, and it's normal that you're going to feel the guilt. I don't know that mom guilt ever goes away. I cannot say that I experienced it firsthand being that I'm not a mom, but I witness it so much. And I know this is going to sound stupid and you're probably going to roll your eyes, but even like days where I leave my little three pound Yorkie at home all day, because, you know, back when I had to work or today, like, or not today, but recent times where I've left all day to go visit my family you know in a different part of Kentucky I see those little eyeballs like looking out the window as I'm driving away and I have so much guilt and I just feel like I need to get home ASAP because he's been home alone all day like he's just not used to that anymore especially with COVID and so I understand it at the micro tiniest level ever so I can only imagine the guilt that you have when you've birthed a human being or you have a child you know that you love more than anything and you know you're like no I have to get home to them I don't want to I just don't want them to feel bad but here is what I'm going to wrap this up with When that woman posed the question in the group, is it selfish? I responded with basically the condensed version of this podcast as, you know, in terms of self-care. And then I said, you know what I believe is selfish? I don't believe that self-care is selfish. I believe it's selfish to feel empty and depleted and trying to put on a smile with your family when that's not how you feel. I believe that it's selfish to be sitting on the couch with your family and not actually being present because your mind is somewhere else. I think it's selfish to lie and say that you're happy and content and fulfilled when that's not how you're feeling in the depths of your soul. So selfish to me is showing up depleted, trying to hold it all together, trying to be a hero, trying to be what everybody else needs. Meanwhile, you're not showing up as your authentic self and in your truth because that's not how you feel. You feel very tired, depleted, and you know, but yet you're showing up and continuing to overextend yourself because you feel like you have to and you feel guilty taking care of yourself. That to me is selfish. So if people in your life, when you decide to take care of yourself, say that you are selfish, it's probably, I, sh- I don't know that I should say that you should respond this way, but I think it's selfish to show up essentially in a lie and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll continue to take care of you and, and show up and sit here when I'm not actually feeling in the present, like I'm in the present moment just because it makes you feel better. <sighs> okay, let me take a deep breath. And you know, the part of the reason is, is because as I teach on this podcast, we are responsible for our feelings. Nobody else is responsible for how we are feeling. Our feelings come from our thoughts, right? It's not our circumstances that create what we're experiencing in life. It is the thoughts we have around it 
and then the feelings that that creates, the actions that we do or do not take, and that is what gives us what results we are living. So it is not selfish to take care of yourself. It is necessary to do that. It is necessary to do that. And if someone is saying that you are being selfish for taking care of yourself, it is likely because they are having a thought about what you're doing or a feeling about what you're doing. Just like when your husband grabs his gym bag or your partner grabs their gym bag and they say, bye, I'm going to the gym. Okay, they are not making you feel inferior or um, infuriated or anything like that. Whatever thought you have when you see them grab that gym bag and walk out the the door is what creates your feeling. So if you have a thought of they always get time, I never get time, you're going to be feeling pretty agitated or resentful. Okay, and then that determines what action you take and what result you get. Maybe like you start an argument with them about how come I never get time for myself and you get to go to the gym and I'm stuck here with the kids and I'm here all day and I don't understand. And then you all, the result is that, you know, you go to bed angry. Okay, so you have to do the same thing for yourself. If that's grab your gym bag and go out the door and when they tell you it's selfish, you need to know that's their mind drama. You didn't make them feel that way. They made themselves feel that way based on whatever they're thinking about your decision. And you have to be stern and have strong boundaries in your decision to take care of yourself, okay? Because nobody else is going to do it for you. That is your responsibility, And if you are walking around feeling depleted, you're not showing up as the best mom, as the best wife, as the best partner, as the best, um, you know, co-worker, as the best friend. If you're depleted, you're not going to show up as your best. It's again a lie, right? It's showing up, pretending to be something and feel something that you're not. So you're essentially showing up in a fake, depleted energy trying to hold it together when you really don't feel that way and it can be felt by other people as well and you're also teaching them how it's okay for them to treat you because it's how you're treating yourself so if you want to feel differently and you want to take care of yourself you have to be the one that makes that decision for yourself and it has to be non-negotiable it is non-negotiable in my life taking care of myself is non-negotiable It's something that I've made a priority because when I had my, what I call my quarter life crisis back in 2017, you know, mid 20s, I was just like, I have taken care of someone or something my entire life. I have people pleased to the point of no return. I have never asked myself, what do I need to be okay? And I continued to overexert myself and overexert myself and overexert myself to the point where I didn't even know who I was. I couldn't even identify with myself because if I wasn't um, explaining that I had a title, like I'm a daughter, I'm a, you know, at the time I think I was um, a girl for, or a fiance, I'm a sister, I'm an OT, I'm a this, I'm a that. If I wasn't explaining those titles, I really didn't know who I was. So if you would have taken all those titles away and someone would have said, Macy, who are you? What's, what are you like? You know, who, who are you as a person? I would have been like, I have no idea because I'm wrapped up in all of these identities taking care of everybody else. And if you take away my identity of taking care of everybody else, I don't know what's left of me. 
I don't even know what my purpose is if I'm not taking care of everybody else. And I had to learn how to take care of myself and learn what self-care felt good for me, monetary and non-monetary, right? Like I love being out in nature. I love sticking my bare feet in the grass and taking deep breaths. That alone for two minutes makes me feel so good. I like laying on my porch when it's a sunny day and listening to the birds. I like taking a drive into a park and rolling my windows down, sticking my feet out the window um, as I'm parked at the park and feeling the breeze hit my face and reading a book and you know I like taking long bubble baths I like occasionally getting my nails done three to four times a year I I like to occasionally you know think about going to a cooking class and looking up fun things to do for myself and when I decide to do them they're non-negotiable and I don't really care about what other people have to say about it because I'm not showing up as my best for them if I'm not taken care of, if I don't have enough rope before we get to the TNT bomb, or if I don't have enough, you know, fluid in my cup, I can't give anything that I do not have. If someone came to you and said, you know, I need $50,000, it's the difference between, you know, saving my daughter or son or not. If you don't have it, you can't give it. Unless you have $50,000 in your bank account, you can't give it. And you may rack your brain and overexert yourself trying to figure out how to make or create the 50000 right? But once you hand it over, it's like then what, what else do you have, right? What else do you have? You have to learn how to give to yourself first in order to be able to lovingly give to other people. Because if not, that time that you're spending with your spouse your family, your friends, your coworkers, the way that you're showing up at work, you're probably not even present or your best self and doing your best work because you don't feel taken care of. So I hope that this helped you. I know that there's fiery passion in my voice, but when she posed that question and said that her family called her selfish for taking time to give herself what she needed when she knew she was mentally and emotionally not in a good place it lit something up inside of me because I know that so many clients of mine struggle with this and I know that so many of you listening probably struggle with this and I'm here to tell you that if you want to feel fulfilled and you want to feel joy You have to make that time for yourself. Nobody else is going to do it for you. So if you're willing to, you know, continue going on and on and on, feeling depleted, nobody is going to rescue you from that and say, you know what, you do so much, go take as much time as you need. Like you have to teach people in your life that that's important to you. And as a result, the energy that you greet them with and meet them with when you're taking care of is going to feel so good for them, like good to them, and so refreshing and positive because you're full, that they're going to know like this is what makes the difference in our interactions. Like when you're taken care of and you're not depleted, your interactions with them, your presence with them is going to be so much better Versus when you're trying to numb yourself out because you're depleted and you don't know what else to do. So find the time to self-care. And if you need to spend some of your self-care time vegging out and just being a little bit numb because you're overwhelmed, fine. But be more intentional about creating ways to fill that self-love 
and create that self-care. And you'll know you're doing it right when you walk away from those things and you're like, I needed that. That was so good for my soul. I feel so full. I'm excited to be with my partner, my family, my friends, because I just feel so elated and grateful and full. Okay, so aim for that. That's the goal. That's the goal. And I hope that this helped you and I hope that I didn't yell in your ear too loud. (laughs) But I got so fired up about it. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk about it. Now, last thing I'm going to say before I hop off here, if you are not on my email list, please go to macyrenee.com and do that. I have some exciting announcements coming your way. So make sure you go to macyrenee.com. It's at the very top. Sign up, okay? Sign up for my emails um, and keep an eye on them for in the next coming weeks, coming days. Um, In addition to that, if you want to do any of this work, Outside of the podcast, remember that Becoming Her is a place for you to continue to expand your self-awareness and grow as a human being. It's open to women. I have a goal in 2021. I don't know if I've said this out loud, but my goal is that 100 women will come into Becoming Her. And I've got some things coming down the pipeline as well. I'm just so excited to help more women become more mentally and emotionally free to take this work that you're listening to on the podcast and apply it to your life. Becoming Her is a lifetime access program. You get one-on-one coaching with me. You are in a community of other like-minded women going through this journey themselves. It is such a powerful place and I can't wait to build it to where there's thousands but the goal for 2021 is to get to 100 women and I'm so excited to welcome you whenever you are ready for that please reach out to me I would love to welcome you as would the other women I will talk to you again next week and I hope you enjoyed this episode bye guys Hey girl, did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on macyrenee.com.